Hi everyone. If you like what you've been hearing, please consider subscribing to the Patreon at patreon.com backslash Hegelbon. That's H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. The Patreon's really the lifeblood of the podcast. It lets me dedicate the time that I need to play the games, to talk to our guests, to really set everything up and, and make everything as sharp as it is. Um, without it, uh, no cartridge really wouldn't exist the way it does today. If you don't like monthly pledges, I totally get it. Uh, there's also paypal.me backslash Hagelbon, and we can try and figure something out there. Or you can email me at nocartridgeaudio at gmail.com. Uh, I'd love to hear from you, and I will try and answer your emails as quickly as I can. Thanks so much for your support, and enjoy the show. on Twitter, and I'm really happy to have with us a uh, friend friend of, of mine from Twitter for a while and, and someone you all know, Spencer Hall, contributor, uh, self, self-described contributor at SB Nation, uh, and all-around uh, good guy of uh, college football. Spencer, welcome to the show. Oh, hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course, of course. So uh, people might know you from the full cast. People might know you from uh, being a fan of Florida football. Uh which would you say requires more emotional labor? <laughs> Florida football by far. <laughs> like that's that that's if you want to know which one takes more energy at this point, it's that, you know, because it's like a lot of relationships you've had for a very long time. You've forgotten its initial utility and now it's something else. It, it can, you know, at times it's been a burden. At times it's been a horror. And then um, when you look back on it, it's it's still there. You go, well, what's good about this relationship? You're like, it's still there, which, <laughs> you know, if you haven't been alive that long, that counts for something. It really does. Yeah. No, for sure. I, and like, I, I never actually got the chance to ask you, were you, were you like a, were you a Tebow guy? Would you, I'm not obviously like, I'm not, you didn't, you never came out and said like, you know, he's not getting a chance in this, in this league because uh, the league is racist towards Christians or something. But like, were you like, were you all in on him when he was a Florida football, Florida QB? Were you like, were you pro his windup and stuff like that? Well, you didn't really have a choice because, <laughs> you know, like what's successful in college, it, it just, it's different. It's very different, right? When people go, well, yeah, but he didn't make it in the league. We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> did, did you watch him at Florida? Do you know what he was at Florida? He was he a badass. So he was a badass at Florida, right? Like they go, well, he's a fullback. Yeah. Yeah. What's not cool about that? He was a full, <laughs> he was a fullback who made, you know, occasionally like reared back and tried to throw the ball. That's if that's not entertaining, then you don't understand the joy of, to use the term, uh, I think would be appropriate to this podcast, uh, you know, 8-bit and 16-bit football. That's college, nice. right? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it uh, it, it reminds me of, and I'll, uh, I'm sure I'm 
making some of the uh, the video game only listeners of this podcast just completely miserable right now. But it reminds me of it, it took me a long time to figure out why college football was fun. And because I don't have a team, I always went to D3 schools. And so I don't I'm kind of I picked Pitt because I thought it was a fun sort of lovable loser team. Uh, but it's not really a, a real uh, rooting interest uh, like the way that, say, like the Eagles are or something. But um, uh, the one thing I always remember, though, is the is the Alabama backup QB who what was his, his last name was, I think, Bell. And he was just like enormous. And his whole thing was just they used him at goal line stands and he would just quarterback sneak because he was like six, five and three hundred pounds. Yeah. Oh, that was that was Oklahoma. And it was Blake oh, was Bell, it? Blake Bell, okay, yeah. the be- AKA the bell dozer. Yeah. Yeah. Bell dozer. That's right. He was amazing, man. The bell dozer oh, ruled. I, I don't I think loved it. Yeah. The bell dozer, one of the finest college, like college spot QBs. That's another thing you can do in college is sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, and this is a joy. Like if somebody goes, well, man, I don't know why I should watch it. You go, well, if you think something's a good idea or a funny idea, or a bad idea that just happens to be <laughs> funny, there is a real chance a coach will try it simply because they see it too, right? Like all their teammates yeah. go, yeah, yeah, man, do it, do it. And occasionally, occasionally it can actually take you by surprise how well it works. Um, oh, the there punt, was the punt return, the trick punt return recently. I mean, yeah, absolutely which, perfect example. Yeah, University of North Texas pulled that off. And by the way, pulled it off with, an extraordinary amount of planning. It was not. I read your article on it. It like it was that was so fun because like yeah. I I, the 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 part that made me so crazy was the um that the Arkansas guy picked it up. And oh like, yeah. The the North Texas guy was like, yeah, I just I didn't even because the Arkansas guy was like, hey man, like they didn't whistle. Why didn't they whistle? What what's going on about the whistle? Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I love the quote where he was like, I just looked at the scoreboard and tried not to look at him. Yeah, that was that was I have to mention that was Alex Kirshner. And uh, just because Alex Kirshner was the guy who called at like 11 p.m. Like what kind of a lunatic is going to call North Texas at 11 p.m.? Alex Kirshner is going to call. Oh, was You just okay. you tweeted it out. I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Alex Kirshner was the guy who at 11 p.m. when the rest of us are like, I think I'll crack a beer. He's like, no, 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 man. I'm going to call North Texas. I'm going to find out how this worked, man. Yeah, cool. That's you know, that's if you go. Ooh, it'd be real cool to have a 300-pound guy carry the ball. Guess what? <laughs> you're that you're going to get that in college football. So It's just fun football. Yeah, I think you know you're an Eagles fan and and I think that's probably one of the closest I can the closest pro teams that how's this? It's one of the pro teams that is closest to having the kind of irrational affection and sort of separate subculture. Yeah, for sure. And I mean like we thought we were getting it with Chip Kelly and we didn't. Uh, of course, but no, uh, you ended up getting it with Doug Peterson of all people. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, oh, this is gonna be boring, and then he's just, you know, well, why don't we just throw it to the QB a bunch of times? Um, like, oh, we'll never do that again, and then they just do it again. Like, it's yeah, it definitely is a like throw it at the wall and see what sticks, flea flicker style. I mean, it, and I love it. It makes me again, it makes me think I probably would really like college football if I could find a way to consistently, you know, maybe it's better that I don't have any stakes. Maybe I should just like actually just dig in and just watch it all oh yeah no 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 like it's it's more fun to sort of play character and trend because you know these are these are wildly inconsistent teams you know there's <laughs> you can't exactly go out and shop for talent you have to recruit it and then it, see how it's going to be in a year or two like you know the pros if you go and you sign 
um, you know, if you go and you decide, sign a Deshaun Jackson, you know, they didn't just pick him up randomly because he sounded cool. Not that yeah, Deshaun right. Jackson just on the face of things doesn't sound cool. Um, he does. But, you know, they know what they're getting. And in college, you know, you might end up going, oh, well, the guy we thought was going to be our quarterback for the next four years and improve consistently every year. Turns out he's that's actually as good as he's ever going to be at anything. That's yeah, it. We just, fi- there's so many five star recruits that I'm like, wait, what? Who who's this? Who's that? I mean, like, uh, what's the guy? There was the dude who uh, uh, Clemson, I guess, who like went to Oklahoma and then didn't even play for them. Played on the e- oh Dorio Green Beckham, who was like supposed to be Randy Moss too. Yeah, <laughs> just wasn't. And yeah, he wasn't. And sometimes, man, that happens. You know, there was a guy. One of the most uh, infamous cases of this was Bobby Sablehouse. Bobby Sablehouse was a guy who was. Man, he's coming to Florida. He was coming to Florida in the 90s. You know, when like if you went to Florida in the 90s and you were, you know, Jesse Palmer, you were going to throw for 3,000 yards, you know? Like it was just <laughs> – it was going to happen for you, man. Even if you were just some Canadian guy who was going to end up being, you know, uh, on The Bachelor, like you were going to throw for 30 TDs. And, <laughs> you know, Bobby Sablehouse was, was can't miss. Like can't miss. Like no one. No, and it was like, okay, so Bobby Sablehouse is winning the Heisman. Yeah, done. Like, that was just, that was a, that was a go, man. And then Bobby Sablehouse showed up, and it just didn't, it just didn't work. Like, yeah. he, just, he just walked in the office, and it was like, oh, this is an accounting firm. And you, you're a proctologist. This is just not going to work, you know? Like, this is, this ain't going to work, man. And, you can give um, it a try, but no one's going to be happy. Yeah, no, no one's going to like anything that's going to happen in the next four years. And it just, he never panned out. And that happens Ugh. all the time. So the prospecting and the sort of trade-offs, you know, I would, ne- if somebody said, well, I mean, this is why I like pro football better. It's exactly like video games in that you go, um, yeah, man, I don't, you know, sure, cool. That's exactly what you got. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Like, I, I know we've been talking a little bit about, like, gaming with kids, and, and that would be, we'll bring that up again, but like that, and I, you were saying you like the Switch, and it's like, you get people who get really upset at you if you're not as hardcore a gamer as they are, right? Like, the, there'll be people who will say, like, well, you know, people who play Switch, people who just play the Switch are, like, not real gamers, or, you know, if you're, if all you're doing is, is sort of revisiting old NES games, people will get, will like, take issue if you say, like, oh, I like video games, right? Like, and it seems like it's a similar thing within college versus pro, where, like, people can't kind of deal with the fact that it's a preference thing. Um, I've seen people get, like, real mad about the, well, it happens more in football or basketball, but I've seen people get super mad about the honor of, of the pro game or the, uh, or the college game. And it's just like, it's weird to me because like you said, it just seems like whatever you like, that's can be what you like. Well, yeah. I mean, identity is real fragile. (laughs) It's just people like identity is a super fragile thing. Like I I think anybody, if you go, Oh man, this is, this is like, you know, this is serious and it's important to my life. You know, you know, and this is in sports are different or vice versa, right? Like how could you get like, super passionate about video games okay people like you know harass and kill each other over both of them so you know don't there is no high ground here to be had there's just uh there's just basically the fragility of identity and how you select it you know yeah i mean by by the way like like the class oh go go ahead. ahead no go ahead i was gonna say this is the classic like uh oh oh is there a sports ball on kind of moment 
where like yeah. you just want to point to the person who says that and be like, you know, like video games are you you've gotten really excited about like an opening like you've stayed up till midnight to watch, like play a game that you don't even think you'll like. <laughs> yeah. Like the 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 kind of uh incredible you know, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word here, tribalism, um, and just, like, irrationality. I mean, it's there in both. Yeah, like, I, I especially don't get it. You know, like, maybe, like, over sports, you're really just worrying about, like, did you show up? You know, like, that's that's really, like, what'd you do? Well, I went to this place, and I watched a game. You know, you're like, <laughs> okay, man, that's, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, cool. <laughs> that's cool. You know, I don't know if it really sort of amounts to, like, you did anything. You know, like, I don't know if that amounts to uh, I should feel like super violent about this. I have. I get it. I just don't know why it works. You know, well, but, I mean, I get it. I get it more for I get it when I mean, like, I've, I've done it for the pro game. Um, you know, I'm I'm happy that I've, uh, I've become OK with the Phillies not making the postseason because otherwise I would be real mad about baseball right now, which is, you know, that if, if if there's a sport that there is a bigger waste of time to be mad about than baseball, I haven't found it yet. You got to be um, mad for a real long time about it too. That's right, it just seems yeah. it seems exhausting. It's brutal. Like at least with football, it ends after 16 games. Uh, if you didn't make the playoffs, if you're mad, usually it ends after 16 games. But like, yeah, it's it's um you know like the I get it more with college though, right? Like you know there's you. You great you gain that rivalry because you have such an identity with the place you go to school, um, and I guess in some ways that's sort of like when people will get really really possessive about games they grew up with or or the Nintendo or something like you know like well this was something that was important to me a long time ago or this was something that I grew up with and you know it means a lot to me as like a kid. Uh, I mean, does do you feel like that with video games ever, or is that um, like, um, you know? I mean, kind of like I, I feel, I don't ever feel that tribal. I feel a good. I feel like a real positive kind of tribal affiliation when it comes to something like you know, something like a classic like GoldenEye because you know that was actually a fun thing that I did. You know, mm, like yeah. you enjoyed that with other people, so it's I think more of a social feeling, right? You, it's, yeah, it, definitely. It, it has a referral outward, right? Um, and and that Just means, yeah, yeah, that makes it. You know, like it, that point is attached to people uh, that I knew. And I think if I were more of an online gamer, and I think that's really the difference when people go, "Well, man, like when did you know?" when did a particular wing of gamer culture just get insane? And I was like, well, it wasn't just online gaming. It was online games where people could talk back and forth, you know, and and really sort of, and really interact. And I think that that's probably what led to these, like, you're really just talking about endless, endless, fine, sometimes imaginary delineations between people (laughs) who are, you know, generally the same, you know, like, you know, that's, and that's, by the way, very sports-like, you know, that's oh, for sure, you know, like, I mean, even even to the point that it causes them to say extremely racist things. Oh, yeah. Even no, the point that the one upmanship becomes like, well, I'm going to be more racist than you or like I'm going to say something that's going to make you so. Well, I mean, like, obviously, Philadelphia, we're not the most racist fan base. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of fan bases out there to give us a run for our money. But like you think about the dude who just, you know puked on a cop because he rooted for the other team or no it wasn't even that he rooted for the Phillies but he did it wrong <laughs> it's like yeah you know far be it for me to to say who who you should and should not puke on but that uh I mean that kind of 
thing making you a a kind of like local hero slash legend slash personality. I mean, that is just pure sports and pure online gaming. One of the yeah, yeah. I mean, it never that sort of if you take two or three two groups of or you take one group of people, right? I can form two tribes. I'll figure out a way, right? Right. You know, I'll say. Oh, yeah. No, I, I will make this. Yeah, I will Jeff Probst the hell out of this. I will make it happen, right? <laughs> and the way that I will do that is by finding something that people are just kind of, you know, irrationally passionate about. And then from yeah. there, I can just work outward. You know, that's that's easy. Um, and that's that's really what, like, you know, I think sports, sports and gaming both really rely on that because – um, it drives interest and passion, really gets people sort of enthused about, you know, the product. I think I was probably too old to really sort of, you know, it, it was never really like a PC gamer anyway. I think that's an entirely right. different sort of animal. Um, Absolutely. I, yeah. PC yeah. gamers are intense. They're intense. And, you know, like I think the closest I came was I did have a Call of Duty phase okay. and uh, an online Halo phase. But I've never been the person you want in the room if you're actually trying to win <laughs> you know like if do you watch go off kings at all yeah, yeah 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 did they did they have you on the stream no 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 um it, jesse is pretty much like you know at any point when jesse is in the game he's the guy that like jesse don't open that yeah jesse, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah yeah and jesse we'll jesse's always open it yeah no jesse's gonna open that <laughs> like that's 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 his bit, right? That's and the that point was... of Jesse. Yeah, I think like even if even if like three people were watching, he wasn't playing to the camera. That would be what Jesse was doing. Yeah, of course. Right, and, and that's like, is that you? That's me. Uh, that was always me. And like like I never liked games when they're like, oh man, there's such good strategy to this game. And I was always like, Team Fortress Two rules. You know, like that's <laughs> like, oh man, are you a sniper? And I was like, I have never been a sniper in any game. I was the guy with the flamethrower because. Being the guy with the flamethrower is is consonant with everything I believe in and feel in life. Like that's right. Yeah, it, it just like it matches up. I get that. I mean, yeah, it's, it. Yeah, I mean, like there's, if there's a funny thing about, um, like I I think about this a lot with Overwatch, um, the the Blizzard hero shooter. Like people, obviously, there's there's even Overwatch Pro League. So like, or a an Overwatch Pro League. So like, it it becomes much higher stakes than just playing with your friends. But the the thing I always think about with Overwatch is people get so intense about the meta and part of me just wants to say like they made this game so you could just pick the person you most look like or care about and just play as them. Like if you want to be the cool like foreign sniper, you can just be the cool foreign sniper. Or if you want to be the fun Australian weird guy who throws bombs, you can be him. Um, and that feels like a way of playing video games that is not always uh, popular, right? Like, it, it seems like sometimes people are, don't want to really think about gaming that way. They want to think about it as, like, a meta game or, like, what can you do to, to be the best at something? Um, and that always kind of, like... I'll, I mean, the sports analogy is when uh, the Sixers named Elton Brand as their GM. That was really funny to me, even though I like the Sixers and I don't know how it's going to work out. Like, it's funny to hire a X player as your GM. <laughs> That's... Uh, yeah. That's a funny idea, and I think it's cool, and I like it. And a bunch of Sixers fans were like, oh, man, it's not cool. It's not going to work out. Like, well, that doesn't seem to really be the point here. Like, I don't care if it works out. That's You're completely missing the point. And that's how I feel when people are like, well, I only play this guy if he's in the meta or something. Yeah, and that's, and that's generally, so you know, I'm not I'm, – I'm kind of against uh, 
I'm, I'm kind of against skill for skill's sake anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not not really into that, generally speaking. I'm I'm definitely more fond of random environments, and I'm definitely like this. This scans with what I do for a living, right? And like what I write <laughs> sure. about. Yeah. But I'm a I'm a fan of more random, silly, occasionally chaotic environments because I don't know. They just they vibe a little bit with me. And if somebody goes, "Oh, so you like Dark Souls, friend?" <laughs> I adore Dark Souls. Dark Souls is so good. People say, people say, oh man, Dark Souls is hard. Well, yeah, that's this, this <laughs> one. Way, that's this. It is hard. That that to me seems seems beyond the point when you're talking about Dark Souls. Oh, you are because... right there with me on on thinking about Dark Souls. I I could not agree more. Like the the difficulty is. I mean, certainly it's true. The game is hard. Um, but like that, you're absolutely right that that's not the point. <laughs> it's the point is that it's like, it, it, it asks you to do certain things and then throw certain things at you and you should be able to laugh. I was streaming it the other night. I was streaming Dark Souls 2 and, uh, I went into a boss I was trying to beat and, uh, I, you know, it was like the 10th or 12th time I was playing it. I was, I was kind of running up against a wall and I rolled in and I was like, all right, this time I'm going to get it. This time I'm going to do it. And immediately when I got there, he, uh, the boss <laughs> hit me and I fell down a huge ravine and died instantly. And like, if you can't, <laughs> if that's not your, <laughs> if that's not your favorite part of dark souls, like, I don't know what you're doing. Like, I don't know what you're playing. Or how did you, it. why are you at this party? Like, if you don't like, <laughs> if you don't think this is good, you're missing I mean, it, the boat so badly. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think there is a more entertaining thing than when I'm playing a game and it genuinely surprises me with its personality. Yes. You know, that's that's really like I just want you to have I want the notion that behind this vast web of extremely expensive, you know, simulations and options that I have, right? Um, I want the idea that there is somebody playing a really fabulous trick on me. You know, like I want I want that feeling of fiction or I want that feeling of like simulation. And I think that's something that, you know, it's one of the reasons I always loved Red Dead because mm. behind, behind Red Dead, I knew that there was somebody working back there who was reflecting this love of a genre and of a place. And, and I mean, they really like, I've never, the sense of connection, that's the most intense, like emotional connection I've ever had with a game mm. because the person or the people behind it, you know, they got the the noise of the dust skittering across the Sonoran Desert, right? You know, they 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 obviously loved the landscape and the animals, and they they loved everything they put into that game because I mean, it's based very on hard. I'm reading, you must be incredibly excited about the sequel. I I am, yeah. No, it's gonna ruin my life, man. It's it's gonna like they, it's uh, gonna. Someone gonna, asked them, did you see the thing about the, I mean, it's, it's, it's consonant with this week's news cycle, but did you see that they asked a question recently about uh, horses' testicles in the game? Oh, so yeah, that, the, the te- the, yeah, the temperature changes. Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> they, get, they get shrinkage, the, the horses do. It's just yeah. incredible. <laughs> um, just imagine, I mean, imagine caring about a game and a world that much. It's just like, how can you not be charmed by that? Um, and, and a little bit in love, like that's, that that's the, I mean, that is the word for that, you know, like they, what they do in that game is, is extraordinary because, you know, I, 
I don't think there's any I don't think there's any game that really tacks onto a place more accurately. That game made me want to go outside. Like I have um <laughs> I have an essay like what video game makes you want to go outside? You know, that that video game made me want to go to the high Sierra. Yeah. The video yeah. you like, you know, you like you're like, oh I should I should go see all this. I'm an idiot if I don't. Cause look, and then you go there and I have been several places out west now because of Red Dead. Because I thought, no, no, I I I've I need to see that before I die. That's pretty cool. So, like, literally you went out west mainly because of Red Dead. Yeah. No, no, that's no lie. Like, I had sort of gone, I had sort of gone sporadically, but, you know, I ended up going to Glacier a couple of years ago because that is, that is the end of the game. Right. Is, is, you know, basically high Sierra, Montana, you know, sort of like high rocky uh, environment. And, going across the desert and you know every time i get an opportunity if somebody's moving you know if somebody's moving from like la to atlanta or la to you know east coast generally i'm like i'll drive you let's go because <laughs> i want to i might have i might have missed something and it's very it's very Just find cool some to, game happening in la so that uh you can go there for work and i'll drive back oh yeah no don't worry about it it's a one-way ticket i'll, I'll drive the rest it's fine <laughs> Um, no, that's really cool. Like, I, I, I like that a lot because it's, it's a, it, I don't know, like there's such a, there's such a cool sense of experiential, I mean, just experiencing the world that I don't think people tie to video games, right? Like, you know, you hear stories about like, oh, you know, you play or like the army wanted, uh, they did America's army so that, uh, kids would play it and want to become a uh, soldier cause you know, soldiers shot things or whatever. Like the, the, the kind of like darker sort of more. Uh, murky side of it. But, like, the idea that you saw a place in a video game and wanted to go there in reality is, I mean, it's really cool. That's oh, like, no, and and to find that, yeah, and to find that it was, to find that it was better and also that once you saw that in Rockstar stuff, and I know Rockstar is not usually the brand associated with sentiment or with real affection, I don't know, but, some, if you, but that and Bully, I think they definitely make it, they at least make a go of it. Right, and and I think you can see the things that they're very affectionate about, like, they get Los Angeles, they get Los Angeles scarily accurate. Like, they they render it really accurately, and not just accurately, but I think with a lot of affection. Like, you don't, you don't get the, I don't know if you read the New Yorker article on Rockstar and, and GTA Five and how hard they worked to get the exact light of los angeles down i don't think i did and yeah i'll send it to you it's it's amazing because once you see it again this is like to me where a video game crosses into the real realm of art Mm -hmm. is when they render something either so accurately in execution or in spirit that you go i've seen that Right. Yeah. No, I, and I think I think that's really important that you say like in execution or spirit, because there's something there's something really cool and like compelling to me about about games that just have like such a such a good such a good like understanding of their aesthetic that they can uh, they can produce the feeling of a place like that right. for me. That for me is L.A. Noir. like L.A. Noir. Mm-hmm. I would just I've, I've told this story in the podcast, I'm sure a hundred times, but I the way I played that game was, you know, initially I would play it like a rockstar game and just drive around and crash into stuff or whatever. And then like, I just started obeying traffic laws just kind of randomly. And because I was like, well, you know, I guess uh, I'll I'll obey traffic laws. That's a little more immersive. 
And uh, and I just obeyed the traffic laws and looked at old LA, and it was great. Like, it was just one of the best video game experiences I've ever had. Um, and it's just because, like, I've never, I mean, I've never been to LA. I've certainly never been to 19, uh, you know, 1950s LA. Um, but it almost feels like I could have said to you, like, oh, yeah, I have been there. Like, I, I've seen that place. Yeah, and it's also, like, I never... It, it, Rockstar got two shots at LA and they nailed it both times, you mm. know, which is, which is astonishing to me because I've spent, you know, quite a bit of time there over the past like three or four years and they nailed so many little angles and not just of LA, but of California in general. I think it's also important to go, okay, if it's not, you know, I, if you can't render it uh, with three years of intense research and engineering, right. Then do you get a place or a, a version of that place. Do you get it right in spirit? Like Kentucky route zero to me. Yes. Right. Captures a very certain place, uh, without having like that kind of budget, you know? Yeah. And like, I think Kentucky route zero is an excellent example because it's not like, it's not a game that really set out to do that either. Like you would never, no, you would never play Kentucky route zero and say like, Oh, they meant to replicate Kentucky. Like the whole, the whole point is something different. It's the same with, um, if you get to play Night in the Woods, it's sort of like that, too, where, like, if you've ever been out in uh, western Pennsylvania, it is so western mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, you can't believe it. And it's right. not. I mean, like, it's no particular town. It's just, like, it gets the tone right. Um, so, right. yeah, no, I think you're totally right. Like, there's that, there's the sort of, like, wildly accurate version of things. And then there's the version of things that's accurate because it just nails the idea. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think I have a preference between those two. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you really can. You know, I think it's just, you know, does it slap? And, you know, it can do that in a variety <laughs> of different – it's, you know, it's, that's the Bomani Jones test, right? Like, oh, yeah, that's, right. that's cool that you played all the notes right, but does it slap? <laughs> um, you know, which is uh, which is always like I think the first question you should ask when you interact with anything. It actually makes me think of uh, – I know that you are a uh... – you you've been you've you've been in uh, in various articles uh, driving really nice cars in really uh, interesting areas of the world. Uh, you went to was it Mongolia in a in a really nice car a while back or Malaysia? I can't remember. I I, I wish that would have been cool. I got to uh, I got to drive the coast of Northern California in a McLaren. Why did I? Yeah, that maybe was, that's it. Maybe that's it. Sorry, that was I good. Have, I keep mistaking you for other people. At least it's like cool that, stuff though. I was going to say, you know, it's not like, hey, you know, they were doing an article about people who clogged toilets. And (laughs) And you were the star. And you were the star. You know, that wasn't the first place you went. And I appreciate that. No, actually, that that the star of that article was my good friend, Jesse Farrar. Um, Yeah, that's (laughs) that's, (laughs) the best part is that Jesse's like, yeah, 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 that's cool. No, no, that would be. Yeah, that's me. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, um. No, it's like it's but so you you drove the coast. It, there's um I was talking to I um I had an interview a while back with um Auto Week uh and like um it was cool, it was really fun. Um but they had me basically uh try a bunch of video games and and I was terrible at them because I'm not good at racing games. And uh we were talking about them though and and they they kept saying like, "Yeah, um this racing game, like it's so accurate, the the level design is so accurate, et cetera, et cetera. And one of the accuracies was they were like, yeah, you know, like um, apparently they do a ton of research on these things and then like totally um, simulate the 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 areas. And they were like, yeah, you know, 
the first time I drove in the Autobahn for real, um, I was amazed at how much it felt like in, you know, Forza 3. Um, it felt just like it. And I was like, oh, this is just like in Forza 3. This is like, this is the Autobahn for real, though. And so, like, that distinction, right? Like, the fact that it was so good in Forza 3 that that was the first thing you thought of as opposed to, wow, I'm in the real Autobahn was, yeah, they had this curve right in in, uh, in the racing game I like. I mean, that's so that's so interesting. Yeah, no, and that's, that's I always, I got that feeling like, I consistently got that feeling in uh, GTA Five, like mm. with LA, and, and you'll talk to people who who live there, who are big, like who played, you know, the hell out of that game, and they will tell you that you know they'll like pass a, a particular patch of the city and go, yeah, that's the you know here, this is Pico, right? <laughs> like this is this is exactly where this is supposed to be. That's and, really cool. That kind of deja vu is crazy. It's weird that you don't like racing games. Um, I sh- I'm just really... bad at them. I do like them, but I'm just not good at them. Yeah, they are. Um, they're they're baffling to me because uh, the only ones I like are usually kind of I think off brand, mm. like like Dirt, the Dirt series. Dirt is so good. I really dirt like is, Dirt. Dirt is different, and it's also really really crazily accurate because i have done rally car and i went to rally school for really um yeah for an assignment i, I talked them into you know giving <laughs> i thought me you free... spent some some i thought you spent some time like becoming a rally driver in a previous life uh two days okay two days. well you know that's, that's some time. Yeah, it's you know it's enough time to get yourself in trouble <laughs> you know it's enough time to like turn every rental car that you have into a rally car <laughs> as long as no one's looking um just gotta get that insurance and you can do it you know I have power slid my car that I ha- own and <laughs> it's a very, it sucks because not because you go, Oh man, I'm going to crash this and I'm afraid it sucks. Cause I'm not, it sucks. <laughs> Cause you're like, yeah, man, whatever. It's cool. Life's a risk. Let's go. Um, you know, <laughs> Did, what, the kids in the, the, the kids in the back are like, you sure? That's great. I was just going to ask you, were, were you the cool dad to do it with your kids in the back? Uh, yeah. And you know, they're, they're cooler about it than you would think. Oh yeah, uh, but they're they're not cool about not telling mom. That's oh, the thing that you yeah know. they tell kids. Tell, that is the thing I learned. I like I would give I've given Tilly some things and I've been like okay, like you know mom doesn't want you to do this, but like you've been good here. You can have this. Like let's just keep it between us. And the first thing she does is instantly tell. They're such, yeah, kids. They're such squealers. Kids suck at crime. That's yeah. they're, they're they're bad at crimes. They're just not good at it. And no, like absolutely you're, not. I, I will sometimes give one a treat and tell the other not to tell the other. Oh, yeah. And Good luck. yeah, that doesn't, yeah, no, no, doesn't go well. The other one's going to find out pretty quick. Yeah, um, no, but like I remember, I remember being, uh, being in the back of my stepdad's pickup truck, like just riding, which I mean, no one really does anymore, it, at least in the, in the north where we're all just lame. Maybe, maybe in the south you guys are, are a little cooler. But, um, you know, no one really rides in the back of pickup trucks without seatbelts anymore. Um, but, uh, like I remember when we used to do that and I just loved it. It was just the best. Kids don't care about safety measures. I, I, you know, I don't see that quite as much as I used to down here. It it happens, especially if you go to South Georgia, that's usually where you can farm those kind of things, you know, sure. Just, just if, if, if that were, if that were a thing in a, if that were a thing in a video game, right. You're like achievement, see somebody (laughs) riding in the back. The, the the list of South Georgia video game achievements would be spectacular. Like that's 
There's like two or three video games I want to make, and I think two of them are set in South Georgia. I mean, uh, is it is it a boiled peanut simulator or is that <laughs> boiled peanut tycoon? That'd be incredible. <laughs> tell me, tell me you wouldn't like like do the Kickstarter for boiled peanut tycoon, oh. where like your big your big goal was to like buy a vape shop. Absolutely, you know? and so you could have and like the. Yeah, you have to balance uh, buying, you know, making enough money to to sort of be an entrepreneur, and then your uh, your peanut recipe, so you could have a little vat in the back where people actually come for what they're really there for. Oh yeah, no, we got this is this is you know you're basically your mobile meth lab slash boiled peanut industry. <laughs> like you know you could take it like that. I love games like that. You know, um, one I want to play is uh, there's a is graveyard. I think it's like oh yeah, there's. The, graveyard simulator right? graveyard keeper or something like that yes graveyard keeper which is basically how to be a really corrupt graveyard keeper in like it's medieval really europe and like what a fantastic concept for a game like how can i not in how can i not instantly endorse that as something that's existing in the world right now because man it, you, apparently once you get things going it's like yeah well why don't you open a bar in the cemetery <laughs> I like I like the I mean like some of the some of the stuff you're talking about especially you know as regards like I mean dirt's a perfect example like one of the things that I didn't like about racing games well, I guess that's not true that's not the way to say it the racing games I really didn't like were um like I hated the F1 game Cause yeah, the F one game is it's accurate that's what sucks about oh, it. it's awful like it's just like you you're like well okay I'll I'll play this F one game and you crash right into a wall because you can't play F one like you can't drive you can't. an F one car. I mean, it's it's good in this sense that you get a notion of the precision required to actually be an F1 driver and you get a notion of how difficult even just getting that car out of the garage is. Now, that's a great achievement. Is it what I want out of a game? No, it's frankly not what I want out of racing because you can't get it out of the garage. You put it in first and the thing just <laughs> like starts pinwheeling. And that's right. That's awful. Right. And it's the same people, by the way. Codemasters who make both games. They make Dirt and they made um and they made the F one game. And one yeah. is they're both completely accurate and one is like my favorite racing experience outside of Mario Kart, right? Yeah. And two, uh it, it's completely accurate. The the other racing game I loved was the first NASCAR game. Mm. The for for, X, for Xbox. Oh man, that game is amazing. You've got somebody in your ear who's like sometimes like talking like talking mess like your spotter will just like if you hit the wall they're like a nice job buddy (laughs) like it is it is so country (laughs) but that's another one where everything is lovingly rendered like the the cracks in the pavement at talladega look right you know and like the sunlight looks right even though it's on like an original xbox i mean that's really cool like i and again like that's I don't know. To me, that that like is a is a sure sign of like a good a good like a good game. Like you have you have the sense of like immersion, um, but also fidelity. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. I uh, I that sounds good. <laughs> no, no. I would check out like the first the first NASCAR game released on Xbox. I forget the exact name. Um, it's it's now sort of long gone. Uh, as as a franchise, they still play it. In fact. Go Off Kings played it the other night, oh, and really? I haven't watched that one. Yeah, they did the. How I don't know do? if you saw the little logo. They, I don't probably terribly. I imagine there was. 
I imagine the, the, the big one that happens at super speedways like Daytona and Talladega probably happened two turns in. No, that's right. what I'm yeah, guessing. Sure. I think like the, you know, the, yeah, like the, there's fidelity in there. Like, and of course, like F1 does it right. Like F1 is a great game as far as like showing you what it's like to do a thing that's almost impossible to do. But on the other hand, like, I don't think you can, I mean, people will disagree and like there are games that basically dare you to disagree like uh, uh kingdom come deliverance was one of these and, and it ended up being yeah. like you know gamergate related and stuff and all sorts of weird things but the whole point was like yeah these fantasy games you're playing aren't aren't uh, serious enough you need you need a game that's gonna like make it really like what it's like in the middle ages like your armor is gonna be uh really uncomfortable and you're going to die of like bad diseases and it's like, man, I don't know. Like, I kind of, I kind of just want to do Skyrim. Then, like, I want to feel like it's the Middle Ages in look only, and I don't have to deal with disappointment in life. Like, I, right. I live in a world. I don't, I don't need to, you know, remind myself of that. It's like I've, I've done that part already. Yeah, this is like this is the issue with injuries in any football game. Mm, yeah, is you go, you go, man. It's very realistic that injuries are are happening here because this is a contact sport and yet the first thing that you really want to do when you're playing a football game <laughs> is turn injuries off instantly i always i always right? do the really mean thing of sending the player back in they'll be like jeremy macklin is uh <laughs> is saying his knee is broken it's like well, you could probably handle it like just rub some dirt on it dude like it's fine and jeremy macklin is out for the season <laughs> oh man yeah that was, that oh, was wrong God. of me <laughs> yeah it's like i'm 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 a real coach Right. An actual real coach. <laughs> coach, your fullback is not uh doesn't know his name right now. Well, does he know the next play? Ne- next man up. Next man up. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean uh, uh this is Yeah. This is one thing where EA, you know, EA really EA takes a lot of really well deserved flack. But one thing I think they maybe accidentally got right with the late great NCAA football series. Oh man. When yeah, you're, when you're, well, yeah, when your starter went out, you, yeah, guess what? You're the backup. The backup was barely literate, <laughs> like in football. Like the backup was an atrocity. Like the backup was deeply unready, right? In Madden, it might be realistic because these are pros and the fall off won't be anything. But on a scale of 100, if your starter was an 87, um, your your backup was a seven. Like your backup was a guy who was getting in a like probably a, uh, a management degree or maybe a <laughs> leisure. He was maybe getting leisure sciences. You know, like yeah. he was doing something extremely extremely state schoolish. Man, he's just doing like he's getting an extremely state schoolish degree, it, and he was just there to have a good time. It's cool that like it's cool that. They do that because you, I mean, like, I never really, th- really thought about this, but you don't hear a lot of, like, I mean, I'm sure there are some out there and they're, you know, they, they're the exception that prove the rule. But, like, you don't hear a lot of stories that are inspiring about, like, oh, the the backup college QB who led his team to glory. Like, <laughs> usually if there's a backup, it's just like, and we never heard from that team again. They fell out of the oh, yeah, hole no. and died. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that, that, that ain't happening. And the best part is that... When he goes in, it's almost as if they engineered it. So, yeah, the first five plays, he's just going to be, like, soiling himself. Like, <laughs> he might settle down later in the game, but he's going to get out there and be 
so amped that he's throwing the three picks. If you call three passes, he's throwing the three picks. <laughs> you better just, you better just get to pistol offense. Like, just go. No, like, no, no. Just, just throw it away, man. Just go ahead, aim for the bleachers. Hit, hit those first three. You don't just. I mean, do you do you just like dial up run plays consistently at that point? Uh, yeah, you're really, really just running out the clock. Like, do you have a trick play? Call it. Wouldn't matter. <laughs> It's fine, man. But see, there's the problem with me in sports games. Like, I like sports games a lot, but, like, in Madden, I'm always calling trick plays. Like, I'm just like, cool, fake punt. I'll call it on, I'll call it on first and ten. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. It's like, oh, I the mean, other team totally, you know, knew I was faking it. That's a shame. I just, like, that's I, what a video, I can't take that, it seriously. That's what, a video game's for, that's what a video game's for, you know? Like, yeah. Like, why are you going to take it seriously? Like, there, there are people who actually got mad at, the, like, the infamous Greg Jennings video, right? Greg Jennings. Oh, man. Um, you know, Greg he got Jennings. mad at him because they're like, yeah. They're, and they're like, hey, he shouldn't be able to run 99 <laughs> yards or whatever on a broken that leg. So and you funny. go, and you're like, that's why I'm playing a video game. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want to, like, I can live the reality of Greg Jennings breaking his leg and then, like, being unable to walk for an extremely long time in my real life. Like, it's not something yeah. I want or I need uh, in my leisure time. What, what, this is my question to you, but, you know, it's like somebody who's like super hardcore and very like literate about games in general across a lot of different platforms. Probably most of the people listening are laughing at me for not being hardcore enough, but uh, yeah, I appreciate it. But yeah, go ahead. What, what, what sports games worked for you? Like what sports games did you adore? Like that, that either like you just would ride for forever or might be surprising to me or anyone listening. To I this. mean, the, the one sports game that I really love is, is not, it's probably like not really a sports game is um, it's kind of the, the Mark echo, get it up of, uh, of, sport, of, of the dreamcast. Yeah. Uh, was a uh, jet grand radio. The, the game where you skated. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The basically priest platoon, yeah, that, right? Like if yeah, you, and just like tagged stuff. That game I could play. Uh, I I probably have put. I mean I don't I don't have it anymore. I don't have a dream a working Dreamcast anymore. But uh, when I did, I probably played through that game fifteen times. I would just I would play through it and I'd beat it and then I just started again and I'd just sit around and tag stuff all day. Um, so that I really liked Ken Griffey Jr. Um, for the SNES. That was great. Um, once I got the hang of it, you know, you just get, you get your, uh, your Pete Incaviglia stand-ins and, uh, just sock dingers. <laughs> yeah. Like, just five, five foot nine. <laughs> right. Just like, oh, two, this guy. 250 pounds. Yeah. You're just like, you're looking at your bench and you're like, well, there's, uh, there's this guy who doesn't, uh, who weighs 70 pounds. And there's this guy who, uh, you know, is mostly a pitcher. Oh, here's the home run guy. I'll use him. And like you just get into a you get into kind of a flow where you're like I just won you know a ton of games over like again and again and again and it was extremely gratifying. Um, yeah, I think that's I mean that's probably it. I I do like racing games like um, I really like kart racers like you you said like um, I enjoyed uh, Mario Kart uh, Diddy Kong Racing back in the day. Um, I like the F Zero games, uh, but yeah no I mean like mostly. I think the closest I'll come to spectating sports video games and like getting really into watching them, uh, let alone playing them, which I'm just not good enough at, um, is uh, is fighting games. Yeah, which you know I think they count. Like I was it Fight Night? Yeah, Fight Night. Fight oh, Night yeah, was the last Fight game Night. I remember. Oh my god, Fight Night was the last game I remember 
multiple dudes being like, we have to have a social interaction while we're playing this game. I'm going to have a party and invite people over so we can punch each other at the balls. <laughs> that was that was what Fight Night was all yeah, about. Fight Night was all about like, hey, I'm going to punch your guy in the gut till he pukes. And that, you know, the one game that I, there's a couple that are like deeply underrated, you know, and they're all pretty recent because, you know, it's not like you got, it's not like they made the rugby game for the NES, you know, like sure. that's not, but there's, you know, there's an actual rugby game that you can go out and buy the rugby world cup game that you can buy for, uh, you know, Xbox, PlayStation, like major platforms, hmm. you know, the, something fairly obscure. It it's just right there on the, um, I have not played it okay. yet. Um, the pa- I think as an American football fan, I would find the passing game very limited. You're like, it's all laterals. It sucks. I would I would immediately um, just be like, I would the, the first thing I would do would be look up Jordan Maleda and see if he was actually in the game. <laughs> is, is the only yeah, rugby like, player I, I care about in this game. Yeah, can I get uh can I get Sebastian Chagall? Like, can I get the guy that can name the caveman and just play eleven of him? That's all I really want. Um you know, can I is there a Jonah Lomu I can unlock? Like R.I.P big man like like, if i can are there games like that like because like that that really kind of speaks to me about playing a game that is just um illegible to like an american audience like i'm sure there's a cricket oh yeah like a high ally game oh yeah (laughs) that'd be baffling i would love to stream just playing a cricket game being like what the crap is this yeah i i would i mean i can't even imagine how how bad i would do at streaming a cricket game but now i definitely want to do it um, um te- tennis games too yeah. like a mario tennis like Mar- mario tennis i would play all day long um i like about those, the, I like the game. games the other... that are just like a little more a little more fun uh the sports games like i mean like madden works for me in some ways because it is fun um but i like when it oh uh, mutant league football which is a the legend yeah, real the legend real old, yeah. real old head one but uh just so good <laughs> like so much fun oh just oh li- listen like I-, I know that the reboot of that is like faltered and risen again and faltered like 23 different times but my god just an incredible for entertainment value alone yes. right well and it was it was just that game a, that game was sheer fun time of video games where they were just like okay well one of the genres that we uh, we know always works is bizarre games that are sort of just like pure spectacle so that and like Smash TV yeah. and stuff where it was just like, okay, the, the premise of this is you're playing an incredibly violent game that could never exist. You're like, yeah, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sold. Yeah. And, and actually, I think from a football perspective, the actual playbooks and play calling weren't bad. I think they were, they were better than – they were certainly better than everything else that was circulating and definitely better than like – blitz you know like they were yeah and i mean like the actual the actual playbooks and like how the strategy worked out um it was realistic enough to be respectable well everyone remembers tecmo bowl but like the play calling in that i've played that recently and like that that is just like it's like pass or run it's it's awful it's terrible yeah you should go back there's an old sega genesis college football game where where everything that like there's three plays that cannot be defended like you can't and i, I don't mean like oh bo jackson tech mobile no i mean it's just like there are always six on five people on one side of the play like that that just always happens man and and my brother used all of them you know like if you had they didn't really program in that picks were illegal so 
if you had two receivers on a crossing route, right? Right. One of them would just would just annihilate the DB covering the other guy, <laughs> would just pick both of them. And there would be a free man running downfield open as the day is long. <laughs> and, you know, they just it was just something that I guess when they were programming, they're like, I don't know, man, just roll with it. I don't, they don't this Americans won't know. Yeah, It'll be fine. I mean, like I talked to I talked to um, Brian Hansen about this a while back, like that era in Japan of just like trying stuff and seeing if it's stuck. Like, I'm sure that was part of it where they were just like, well, all right. I mean, it's college football. This is what the Americans like. I don't understand this at all, but let's see. Let's see what we can do with it. <laughs> this, there's going to be some magic here, y'all, whether you want it to be or not. <laughs> I mean, so so I want to get to this. I Because I, I, I think this sort of ties in with something we've been touching on a lot, which is this concept of like something unexpected happening in video games or something like, kind of charming about the the um, inaccuracy or, or strangeness, like escapism, I guess, for lack of a better word. And I mean that, right. you know, not to not to make you feel old, but I have to feel old all the time. So I think we're roughly the same age. Um, oh, no, I'm, I'm pretty old. I'm 42. Oh, okay, you're older than me. Okay, I'm 33. Yeah. Um, so most of the times when I talk to people on here, they're like 18 or 21 or something, and they make me feel like an yeah. ancient person. You've actually... You've given me a great a great gift by saying you're 42 because it makes me realize that I can keep doing this until I'm 42 um, and don't have to because you seem all hip and cool um, online. That's it's 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 an illusion. Well, you yeah. just, if you just if you just start out lame <laughs> and keep that eventually, eventually like cool will come to you and you just you just ride that and people will go, oh, he's that kind of cool. That's fine. yeah. I mean, you know, like I, I once you said like once you say your age, I know that it has to be a, a, a bit because I've you know, I, I've been I've been over uh, 30 for a while and you just stop being cool. Um, yeah. And then but here's the thing. It's like Hollywood. Like once you're cool once, <laughs> as long as you don't press it, you're, you're going to be at least some degree of acceptable. <laughs> that's right. Right. Like that's it's like Hollywood. Right. Hey, once. Once you once you're a star, you're always a star. <laughs> just put a name. <laughs> that is what you they know. You'll say. at least get you'll you'll just get like the manageable amount of cool, and you just that's fine. That's more than a lot of people get. Yeah, no, that makes sense to me. Um, but I'm like, so like, I think one of the reasons that we like that stuff so much is because of the games we kind of came up with. Like, there was something kind of illegible and strange, and often kind of broken about. NES and and uh, Sega and Super Nintendo games like that's just kind of how they were. Um, I think a lot about you know weird codes that you could find and like your friends would tell you about that now seems so implausible. But like if I were to explain them to someone at the time, like I've I've told the story on the show about the uh, the Golden Eye uh, nudity code, which uh, as as a Golden Eye head you'll you'll like um, the code was you have to get through Dam without firing a shot. Um. You may recall, yeah. Dam has a, a a padlock you have to shoot off, um, so you could get through the whole. So how did so how did you, you do did, it? You got through the whole thing. <laughs> it was on Double O Agent too, and I just ran for it. I was like, I gotta see if this works. Ran for it, got there, and I was like, oh, um, I guess one shot won't hurt. And of course, there's no such code. It was just a troll, but I mean that <laughs> it's a great troll. I mean honestly, it's it's a pretty exquisite yeah. troll. But, um, I mean, that kind of thing, right, where it's like, um, you know, maybe it's in there because we don't really know how video games work yet. Like, it's just, it's still a black box. I mean, that, that yeah. kind of is charming. Um, but you've been saying that you've been playing uh, um, uh, Breath of the Wild with your kid. 
Um, oh yeah, and that it's frustrating, and I can only imagine for the reasons why. So I want to hear. I want to hear a little bit about this. I want to hear a little bit about the uh, the halls playing uh, Breath of the Wild. Well, you know, it's it's. I think it's damning in both directions <laughs> because, you know, one he's eight, and his understanding of of how to play a video game is profoundly different than yours because they're still getting their legs under them and they're still doing things strictly for the experience, okay, yeah. right? And and they're not doing things in an optimal fashion. <laughs> and, you know, like, there are so many... There's an entire language that's devoted towards playing a video game optimally, right? Oh, like, absolutely. okay, I've got to, you know... I have to farm this resource, right? Um, you know, I am going to play in a manner where I am going to camp in a combat situation and not, you know, just frenetically run around, right? Like there's, there's this whole understanding that there's a language of theory and yeah. Eight year olds don't have that. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I remember playing like quote unquote hard games when I was like that age and you just, I mean, the reason they're basically impossible for you to get to, for you to play is because the way you approach them is I'll just keep trying to, to press the buttons a lot. That'll, that'll work. Yeah. Now, Breath of the Wild, um, its scale is is so huge that management for me is like I love that now, right? right? I I don't think I would have when I was eight, but I really like. Oh man, I love that! Like, oh man, Link can buy a house. Yeah, I'm gonna get all the stuff for the house. <laughs> Look at that! <laughs> I've acquired, and it's just this great, you know, it's this great series of. I will go get shrines. What's going to happen later? I will get more shrines. Yeah, I mean, right? Why am I getting shrines? Because I can. That's the classic dad enjoyment of a game where you're just like, oh, cool! I can spend a little time, uh, you know, when it when it's night, I can have a beer and spend a little time on Fake World, like in this world that yeah. I control entirely. Um, you should see my you should see my grill in Fake World. Ooh, Got a great grill, ooh, baby. You know? Do you uh, what what are you grilling on that? Um, like Octorok? Yeah. Yeah, no, a little Octorok, a little bit of that, like, snow moose that dies. That snow moose is the best because that snow moose dies if you breathe on it. It gives you three steaks. Nice. That's, that's, that's perfect, yeah, right? Yeah, no, of course. I love that stuff, you know? And I love, like, this is another thing that, you know, I think this is also, like, as you age. Hey, kids, let's give you some inspirational words, okay? <laughs> as you age, some parts of video games do get better. Yeah, Like, I, definitely. like, prospect, like, prospecting, hunting. Oh, man, hunting? Hunting, if any game has hunting in it, I realize, like, it's probably a good thing that I wasn't, you know, that I'm not a hardcore hunter because I don't know if I would come back. Oh, man. Because in, PS4? Vi- in video games, whew, do you- I do not. I, I, I am I am probably the least cool kind of gamer or at least least literate kind of gamer because I have an Xbox okay. One and I have a Switch. Those are my, like... And I will apologize for neither, but especially the Switch. If you want to make fun of me for having an Xbox One, great. I can accept oh. that. The Switch, I'll fight over People this thing. People love the Switch. I mean, and, and for good reason. Yeah. It's a wonderful system. I think I, I think it's coming out for the Switch. you got to play, if it does, you got to play Monster Hunter World because it is, like, built for you. It's basically a Dark Souls game where the whole premise is you are hunting monsters and, like, killing them for trophies and meat. Yeah, like between that and Red Dead, I will be lost to the world for <laughs> like whatever happened to Spencer. Like three months. Oh, yeah, well, um, we 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 gave him Red Dead, Red. and then we uh, we gave him Monster Hunter, and we haven't seen him for like a few I mean, years. Man, Red Dead Two, Red Dead Two, you actually can get, you can get fat. I'm so excited yeah, you can get about fat this. And you grow can, a beard. 
So it'll be like it'll yeah, be but the you, most you... it'll be the most lifelike uh, video game has ever been. To me. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I got a lot of money and I grew fat and a beard. Like that's. I was like, I was looking at that stuff and I was like, okay, so you have to keep yourself up. I was like, this is this is gonna be funny. Like I can't do that in 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 real life. In in a video game, this will be uh this will be pretty comical to watch me try and keep my my guy from like not uh not looking horrible. I enjoy I enjoy that. Like I if you if like flies start following you around, <laughs> that's like the Metal Gear games are great for that because the Metal Gear games. I don't know what it is about that aesthetic and about it's just the minute you walk into the room in that game, so to mm. speak, you just go, yeah, I got to do every stupid thing I can. I don't have that with every game. Like Breath of the Wild, I, you know, I don't really want to throw Link into a, you know, I don't want to throw Link off of a tower for no reason, sure. right? I'm like, oh, no, Link. Um, in Metal Gear, it's like, hey, I just spent three days smoking a weird time-distorting cigar and, like, sitting in a dumpster. <laughs> And then you get out and you go, you know what I'm going to do? Do it again. You know what I feel like doing right now? I feel like, yeah, let's roll them bones again. Come on. <laughs> I want to see, see if we can spend a month in time. Yeah, let's see if we can spend a month in here. This will be great. Yeah, I know, exactly. I don't, yeah, I'm not sure about that either. Like, there's something, I mean, actually, it's it's not correct because, you know, Breath of the Wild is this, is this t- would be this too. But, like, there's something so Japanese almost <laughs> about Metal Gear that way where you're just like, the game's like, yeah, just mess around with it the yakuza series is like this too where it's like you're this badass yakuza but a lot of your uh a lot of your missions are like this um you know this this uh this idol needs your help to launch her singing career (laughs) i'm like all right that was it i I love that uh sleeping dogs sleeping dogs does a good job job with that all your girlfriends and stuff oh yeah that's (laughs) that's the funniest your girlfriends are like you have to deliver a cake for a like a wedding ceremony at one point and like yeah. the ladies like you can't it's sliding around the back and someone's trying to kill you and the lady's like don't mess up my yeah, cake I remember that mission. Like, and it's just like there is the stress of that where you're like oh i can't mess up this woman's cake well yeah that's that's like i i, I adore that kind of stuff because i also like too that like metal gears never and i don't know if this is intentional or not you know like because you know Hideo Kojima, I just, I think he's one of those guys who you go, I can't tell if you're brilliant <laughs> or actually brain damaged. Yeah. Like there's it's just one of them, like that, fi- the, the fine line between brilliant and brain damaged where nobody's ever really fixed the basic kind of broken soul of Metal Gear. And I really love that, you know, that like, hey, none of this makes sense. And this line of dialogue is just, just, I mean, strange, like on a, on a metaphysical level, like there's just... Nothing is – everything is a little askew about this game. And no one at any point has gone to their credit. They've gone, hey, listen, it ain't broke. Don't fix it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like how in two they pe- sort of pe- – pe- People are buying they, it. Like they, <laughs> I like how in two they're basically like, oh, yeah, like we, we know that. The, you know, we're just going to say at this point that uh, it's, it's all a simulation and that's why it's weird. Like you've, you've been <laughs> – the general's not actually real. It's, it's been all a crazy simulation. <laughs> Like what? Sure. That's what you're going. Yeah, sure, man. Yeah, this is. Are you apologizing for it? Because I'd be mad at you if you apologize for it. But as long as you just, as long as you're like, here, strap this on, get that in your lungs, put this mask on, and you're gonna see some amazing things. That's that's all I really want. I mean, out anyone of that who who makes a uh, makes a joke about like does the the 
Psycho Mantis thing and like risks ruining that incredibly immersive experience to to make a Hideo Video joke is like I mean yeah. there's something either very wrong or very right with that person. I I mean a game that is a game that has like attempts at to take its character at times super seriously and yet gives you an audio tape of someone defecating to use as a distraction <laughs> to play that actually works as a distraction, right? Because it would clearly sound like somebody playing a tape of your boss defecating, right. right? But soldiers in that game walk up to the toilet and you play this 1986 Walkman, right? <laughs> Blasting, you know, just <laughs> fart noises. And and no one in the game is like, no, man. They're, they're like, oh, boy, that sounds rough. Better keep walking. I love, I love when they're like, boy, everything okay? <laughs> they just kind of comment on yeah. the fact that you sound really bad. Because you've been yeah, <laughs> of all the things to bring up when you're in the wilds of Afghanistan, you know, like oh, let's check on his let's check on his digestive health. It's important. Yeah, no, I, I'm totally, I, I totally agree. I mean, so so your son does not uh, does not play these games this way, though. Is what you're saying? No, 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 and and it aggravates the part of your brain that says, "Just let me do that," <laughs> right? Like it, it really, it just jumps on that nerve over and over again. And also at the same time, if you say, hey, it's, it's much like parenting. You go, hey, if you do these three things, then the fourth thing that happens is going to be really good. And you're going to be very happy about it, even if steps one, two, and three seem kind of tedious, yeah. you know? And, and, you know, it's a very that's, – that's a bit one of the fundamental binds of parenting is that you have to say that and that they're not going to hear it. Yeah. They're just, just not. No, no, yeah, it's, it's absolutely true. And it's like it's, it's funny – but not surprising at all to hear that it continues past like toddlerhood. Like that has been the story of my daughter's life being like, Tilly, if you do this, you can get this and it's good. And she just says, but I don't want to do that. I'll say, well, do you want this? And she'll say, yes, of course. <laughs> it's like, how do I, and, but of course you can't, you can never sort of convince them. No, of that. no, you'll, you'll, you're never going to convince them of that. And, and later, it is good, though, because you can find this. This is a great thing. It is, a, it is kind of a bonding thing. It's not, I think, as active a bonding thing as an experience that you would have, you know, where the two of you are sort of, you know, going through something physically, right? Like, I think that's just always going to trump that. But, um, you know, if there is this nice sort of bonding thing where, you know, I'll play like 30, 45 minutes, you know, in the morning and I'll set things up for him, you oh, know, cool. like, hey check your account you got like another you got like another two thousand rupees in there buddy <laughs> you want to go you know i got you some cash go get yourself some ancient armor don't, yeah don't ask it's, me it's don't a little ask bit me for real cash like i'm not that's not gonna happen no no but it's it's a lot like you know if you're basically if you're a dad if you're a dad in real life then virtually speaking it's impossible to not be a dad uh you know online yeah, of as well. course no, I mean, I can only, yeah, I can, I, like, I got, um, one time when, uh, Tilly was having a rough, a rough night, I, um, I got her this, uh, I got her a, a puzzle game on, um, on the phone, and, like, she was playing it, and she was just loving it, and then I, like, I was like, hey, uh, I mentioned to my wife, I was like, hey, look, we got this, I got this game for her, like, she seems to be really happy about it, and she was like, why did you do that, like, you just rewarded her for... Like having a bad night, and it's like, well, no, it's like, now she's happy. 
Like now she did. She's she's learning. I got her all these puzzles. It's like, why did I do that actually? Like, why did I? And now you and and now you go. Am I actually a really bad parent to myself? I'm probably a really bad parent to myself because I'm rewarding myself. Like, oh, I can't sleep. I think I'm going to give myself a stimulating, entertaining yeah, game. Exactly. <laughs> what was I thinking? What? And like, but that's the thing. Like, if you if you like if you were like that at all in real life, if you nurture in that way, then you're just gonna like. If, if gaming is at all something that gives you pleasure, it, immediately you will turn to that, and then you will also game in the same way. Like it, it would almost be impossible not to do it. Like I so relate with you for getting those rupees. Yeah, this is mature. This is maturity in a different form. When you go, you know what? Um, in this multiplayer combat scenario, I'm going to be the medic. Right. I just I'm and I, you know what? I'm going to enjoy I'm it too. Make sure you don't die. It's like it's like a. A virtual version of my everyday world, but in this case, you're also having yeah. a good time. Yeah, unless they're, you know, going up against some kind of monster with, uh, you know, the Boko bow and three arrows and no health, and you go, this isn't going to go well, dude. It sounds like you have uh, experience with that. That sounds, like, deeply uh, specific. No, no, might have happened tonight, man. Might have happened tonight. <laughs> It is funny. Like I remember, I was playing, um, I was playing Majora's Mask the other day on on my DS, and until he just goes, "Hey, can I play that?" It's like, no, you really can't. But I mean, you can't. It, yeah. At a certain point, I know she will be able to if she's still interested in games at that point. And like thinking about that and thinking about like I'm gonna have to just let go. It's gonna be so hard. It's gonna be hard. I you know there was, I, I replayed Red Dead last year um for just you know the lead up to when it was coming out and then it got postponed right, sure. right um so really i just played re- i just played red dead for the hell of it and i you know he would come in and he was obviously fascinated by it you know and you know because it's big shiny yeah, of course. things it's really cool and kids love big shiny things and he came in at the mm-hmm. end yeah right that's not great. And you have a moment. No, you have a moment where you go, do I let him see this? <laughs> you know, like, do I let him do I let him sort of take this all in? And I thought, oh, this could be rough for him. But, you know, it's I think it's important. He's eight. Um, I think most kids stories have like a real most kids stories, you know, like classic ones all have sacrifice in them or they all have, you know, they all have real tragedy or loss, you know, at least the classic ones. And I was like, okay, you know, he's, he's seen a number of these. This will be fine. Um, so I'm going to let him watch it. Good. Right. Okay, cool. I'm going to let him watch. You know, it's fine for him because he understands it and that it's a story, right? It didn't go well for me because right before it, John looks at his son, tells him he loves him and kisses him on the head. Right. And, and like, <laughs> like, and this happens in the buildup. This happens in the story before, right? That he's watching. Right. Sure. He eventually ends up just kind of telling him to like go, right? Yeah. But in the story before, it's leading up, and I see it happening. And he's sitting next to me, and I'm like, <laughs> just, just like, Dad, what are you doing? Yeah, I just like, Dad's Dad's having a Dad's having a hiatal hernia right now. Don't. He's just like he's he's doing the fast symptoms to you. He's like, Dad. Uh, yeah. What does your face look like? Are you having a stroke? Yeah. Do you smell toast? You know, I'm like, no, it's fine. It's fine. You know, like he got the best part is that like he got that, you know, he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, you know, he goes, oh, man, you know, so like his family got away, 
you know, and they were able to escape, but but he didn't, you know. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he goes, well, that was brave of him, wasn't it? Yeah, that was brave. You know, he had this like good profound discussion. And I'm like, I don't know, is he is he disturbed by this? And he's like, okay, I'm gonna go get some peanuts. And you're like, okay, well, yeah, cool. I guess he's you're not <laughs> bringing it all the way boiled peanuts or. Uh... Uh, no, no, no. We, we we haven't we haven't opened the family business yet. But you know, we'll, <laughs> you gotta, once we once we get the brine down, man. I'm I'm like I'm excited. You guys, I mean, the Hall family uh, peanut business is something that I think has, yeah. uh, has a lot of legs. Let me. Uh, well, we have to do this first. We have to make sure to really fully develop the online business, which is. I don't know if anybody's ever said this because I'm well behind, like every parent in getting to things but breath of the wild everybody notice how like the breath of the wild basically like 15 percent of the game is links tundra kebab emporium and tundra meats <laughs> like that's it like like 15 percent of the game is basically like can you be a good kebab maker and like butcher that's it because that's mean, the only way that's the only way i consistently make money is by going up north slaying a bunch of moose and then bringing it to the people down south so they can get a taste of Link's delicious donner style meats oh that you make it donor style yeah and you'll, it's, you gotta put a little twist on it yeah i like that that's nice uh is it, is it fully halal oh uh, you know what yeah it, whatever the hyrulean version of halal is yeah <laughs> which you know by the way shouts out to zelda for like having obvious like pasted over ethnicities that aren't like any more or less offensive than they should be you know like that's pretty true i guess like you know they in the earlier games they had ganondorf's people who were kind of like almost uh gypsy stereotypes yeah but but they sort of they they sort of did they got over that <laughs> they sort of moved on yeah although i've noticed that this one this is by far the horniest zelda yes of I've all seen, of the zelda I've seen games i yeah yeah, this like this crazily horny. Like whoever was making this is like going through some sort of extreme like Russ Meyer phase in terms of their life and their preferences and their choices, which is painfully uh, obvious when you're re- re- like seeing it. I don't know how I feel about uh, I don't know how I feel about a horny Zelda. It's how's this? I, it's 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 not quite. It's it's it's. I think it's lascivious. It's a little lascivious. It's not quite. Okay. It's not quite gross horny, but like, you know, there's a giantess fetish in this, right? Like there's 100% a giantess fetish built into Zelda. Well, and I mean, you know, we've all seen Nick Mangold's sister. We understand. Holly Mangold, the like an outstanding powerlifter. Like yeah, just an and, and incredible she's, powerlifter. She is she is strangely captivating too as like a person. Yeah, like I, the the Mangold family in general, they're just very um they're very charismatic people across the board. And that's not I, the size doesn't help, doesn't hurt that, you know? Like they're you're like, "Man, this is a family of Vikings." And then they start talking and you're like, "Uh, this is a family of Vikings who would be Vikings at 5 foot 3." You know, like right? yeah. all like they're just fierce people who are very powerful in demeanor. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Like it's it, yeah, that's really well said. Like it's yeah, no, they're 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 sort of amazing, and I always I always find it kind of wonderful when a family has like a thematic consistency. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, it's a little rare. Um, I don't I don't think my family will, for instance, like Man, I don't think the Gronkowski the Gronkowski family is that way. Yeah, like for sure. If, if if you don't know, you know, not just 
Rob and his dad. His dad looks exactly like the rest of the Gronkowskis. And then on top of that, if you go back, I believe that father's grandfather, Ignatius, fantastic name, Ignatius Gronkowski. Ignatius Gronkowski? Ignatius Gronkowski competed for the United States in, I think, the 19... God, I want to say the 1912 Olympics in Paris. Like he competed in cycling, <laughs> which, you know, cycling in the ni- cycling in like the 19 teens was basically a contact sport, you know, like fighting off stray well, yeah. dogs was a requirement. Right. Well, that's intense. I mean, any I think any sport in the 1912 Olympics must have just been a nightmare. You should go read. Uh, John Boys did something on the 1904 Olympics in uh, the 1904 Olympics in St. Louis, where the marathon that year like somebody was poisoned during the marathon. <laughs> uh, somebody got lost and was chased by rabid dogs. A guy like took a steamer from Havana and ran the whole race in somebody's shoes, somebody else's shoes Whoa. and won. And yeah. Won? And won. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like the 1904 games were, uh, 1904 games were trash. They were absolute trash, but they were kind of amazing. They were good trash. Oh yeah. The best kind of trash. I think like there's and and I'll just to bring it full circle because I don't I don't want to keep you too long but like the you know it's it's there's something really cool about it's another video game sports connection in that like it reminds me so much of you know thinking about the old the old wild wild west of games and then the newer stuff and like how you know there's something there's something really good about the newer stuff and that like we get these kind of amazing games you know we were talking about GTA 5 and Red Dead and you couldn't have had that on something like the the NES obviously like these technological increases are are good but like you kind of lose the weird um rough edges a little bit and i don't know like i something about like a a marathon like that that we'll never have again because everything's too well regulated and too well done um, it's a little bit like, you know, something like uh, like Operation Wolf or something, like a game that is just such a mess but so fun. Um, you aren't really going to get that same thing again. You'll get versions of it for sure. Like, they'll still be fun mess games. But it's never going to quite go back to the way it was. No, and I, I think it's important to keep that. And I think if you're – if you write or, you know, build things or make things um, – I think it's important to kind of strive for that kind of imperfection. I think mm-hmm. that's important because I think there is there's a freedom in it that really leads you somewhere new. And I, I did like I usually do an opener to start the season, um, which is you know usually like a long essay about sort of where football's place is or where something you know sort of like where college football sort of is is tied into something else, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I don't really remember how this tradition started, um, but it's kind of out of hand. This year, I wrote four different essays for it. Oh boy! And you know, That's each a, of them you got to you got to cut back. Yeah, each of them was like about each of them was somewhere between four and five thousand words. You I know, wrote a book and I wrote like a, a serious a, book chapter. Basically, yeah, and dropped it which is funny because like you look at the numbers and you're like okay well who read what most people just read the first one then they're like that's too much and you're like yeah that you're right you're completely right (laughs) um but the excess is kind of like what that was about but when i was writing it i was like thinking of both old video games that were kind of imperfect and i was thinking about prog rock uh because prog rock was like oh well i mean why wouldn't you think about prog rock it's kind of awful like it it can be awful like it really (laughs) sucks it really sucks to listen to like it can really suck to listen to a 22 minute song about, um, you know, morphine 
Like you just don't, or, or dragons. You don't want to listen to a 20 minute song about that, but it was the confidence. Really, which is better? The ones about morphine or the ones about dragons? Yeah. You know, dragons on morphine would be way better. Like that's, that's really the song. I oh, there you hear. go. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I, I just <laughs> admire the confidence and the freedom though. Right. That they just, they were like, yeah, mm. like who, who really can say no to this? You know, like I, who can say no to the, like who can refute the enthusiasm and the belief we have in this thing, um, silly as it might be? And I was like, oh, that's really compelling, you know. And I think that's like an internet thing too that you know things can get too polished, and I never, I don't ever really want them to get that way, right? So it, it, that's if anything, yeah, just to well, keep no, you from it's, it's being like, like it's kind of like the difference between. Okay. No, go ahead. I was going to say, it's like sort of the difference between like, uh, I mean, this is a cliche thing to say, but the difference between like web 1.0 and 2.0, like I, you know, you had a, you had, I mean, EDSPS was a, was a, uh, a blog before it was an SB Nation right. blog. Like you, you sort of lived the old, the old wild west web, like any of us did. And now you're living the polished web in ways that a lot of us aren't. And like, it must just be strange, right? Like it must just be kind of weird to, to try and hang on to that old blog mentality um in your own it life. is i think you have to do that through different formats you know i think there's like no way to continue doing the same thing over and over again without you know you getting tired of it or without it becoming sort of conventional you know and i've done that and that's yeah. you know like you, you catch yourself doing it and it doesn't really benefit anyone i think one of the fun things about like web web 1.0 is that you know it was like it was, you know, kind of amateur. And if, you know, people go, well, it needed to be professional. I don't know. How well is that going? Like, how, how, well, how well is that looking? Like, is that... Do we like all the professional stuff? Is that, is that something that we're yeah. really... Like, are people really enjoying all of the think pieces yeah. that we're, has that we're made, has How's that working for the discourse? Does that really sort of improve things? I think that's debatable, you know? Well, and it's why, it's why someone like... Um, it's why someone like Boyce, uh, you know, whenever he swings, like he can swing and miss, but like he can, when he hits, it, it speaks to some like kind of like uh, er internet feel. Yeah. Like the, you know, you hear about, you hear people responding to something like um, uh, 17,766 or seven, 776 um, with like saying like, this is amazing. Like I've never read anything like this. And that, that's kind of the way that, the old internet felt like where it's like, yet you've never seen anything like this, but it might also be the worst thing you've seen. And it might be the best thing you've seen. And in any case, it's going to be, I think any, I think anything Um, real. And I don't know how many people actually do that besides him. And yeah, no, I I, like one, the internet of crap, like the grandeur of the internet of crap. um, You know, that's, that's super important to the feel overall, especially for John, you know, like I, like, I think what makes John so personal is that he always speaks to a world that doesn't get covered, that that doesn't really sort of get mm. uh, portrayed. Like, I don't think he, you know, John is, John is basically from where I'm from. You know, he, he's from sort of crap world, like the middle of like the middle of the country or <laughs> the South of the country where, you know, things <laughs> haven't really always gone well and where, you know, honestly like there's a lot of really shitty things and like mm-hmm. I, I think that's something that doesn't get covered because it's not glamorous and when john writes about it it's surreal yeah. relatable and funny 
Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's something, like, there's something that's lost, and, and I know, like, there's the, there's an irony in me saying this since, like, you know, I monetize the podcast and stuff like that, but there's something that's lost in, like, I don't know, I, I, I'll use the example, when, um, when Ken Tremendous became, like, so popular, when, like, Michael Schur became Michael Schur and everyone knew who he was and everyone knew what he did yeah. and, like, you know, half of his, half of his tweets were, like, you know, viral tweets about Hillary or whatever, and then the other half was Parks and Rec, something got lost for me there where it's like, I, I kind of miss, I kind of miss fire Joe Morgan when I was reading fire Joe Morgan. Like I kind of miss how personal that felt. Like it felt like a, it felt like it was a statement to me or a statement just to the people reading it. Like it was something we could all share. And now it feels like, okay, this was the first step in your writing career. And you know, good for you. I don't begrudge Mike sure anything. I'm not that he cares, but you know, like there's something that is just like, Oh, that, now that's kind of gone, and I, I don't know if I miss it or if, like, I wish it wasn't gone. I, I couldn't tell you, but personable is a good way of thinking about it. Like, I never really thought about it that way, but it's like uh, those old forums, you really felt like you could get to know anyone, and now it feels like even on the Internet, there's, like, a celebrity culture. Yeah, and, you know, that's that's going to happen. That's just a that's a feature of that's a sure. feature of size, and, you know, that that'll happen along with, you know— Along with just the the realization that you know it feels personal, but it's not, and it can be that could that could be <laughs> yes. really horrifying. You know that could lead to some really horrifying things over time. You know, um, I, I I like the I, I still try to I try to do things as an amateur, which is good because I'm amateurish to start, and I get very you know like if you just <laughs> if you kind of start at that level and kind of go well this is. I'm crap. Okay, good. That's a great. That's a great way to start. Start at I'm crap. You know, start like da- start like David Byrne on the guitar, right? Like David Byrne was an awful guitar player, and he was like, "Cool, I'm going to be the most confident, awful guitar player you've ever heard." And he accidentally ended up getting good, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, and there's like, I mean, it it reminds me a little bit of, I mean, that that attitude reminds me a little bit of like the, the, the parts of video games and, and, and uh, college sports we were talking about that we like, where like, you know, you can, you can run into, you can run into the North Texas game where you're like, well, you know, North Texas isn't going to do anything against Arkansas. North Texas is just going to lose. Or like, you know, uh, the, the, any given, like any given day in, in football, like you could, uh, college football anyway, you could get like a tremendous upset and like it can become your new favorite game. Um, or like, you know, you you like single game anyway, but like, it's not really always the same. And like the high profile sort of like, you know, big deal world, like the, in both fields, I guess what I'll say is the, the kind of underdog can still surprise you or the little thing, uh, the little sort of like less important element can still surprise you, which, and that's, I don't know. There's something, there's something like charming about that. I, I love that. And I also love that, you know, occasionally, occasionally games which are meant to be one thing become another thing entirely i love that i love i love mm. like a re like my zombie 2000 all right zombie ncaa 2014 is one of my favorite things right now where ncaa 2014 <laughs> is getting further and further from its last edition right it's 2018 uh-huh. it'll go into 2019 and people are still that was the last NCAA game. Right, right. Before the this is again the most college football thing in the world. Before the court case shut the whole thing down. Um, <laughs> um 
but yeah, the can't wait for the for the next press conference about that. Right, um, but people still update the rosters. There is a custom do-it-yourself. Really? Yeah. There's a there's a culture of people who figure out. Okay, you know, what would this guy be? What is he looking at? And then you can download the whole thing and play with, you know, eff- effectively wow. this year's players as they kind of <laughs> as they kind of guesstimate it, right? And and yeah. I like I adore that. Like that's that's great because they're like, okay, well, we're just going to keep this rolling. You know, it's it's like technically this thing is dead, and we're just going to keep pushing it. That's such a lovely waste of like, and I this sounds like I'm being mean, but I'm not. I, I really do mean it. Like, it's such a lovely waste of time. Oh yeah. Like I feel like there's something there's something that the old internet had and the old sort of like an old gaming had that just was like a pure like a pure like un unadulterated waste of time. Yeah. Um, where like you, you could, you could, you could, you know, you could gussy it up however you wanted, but you've just like, you know, you can look back and you're like, well, I just spent, you know, however many hours doing this on my website or learning HTML to put up some garbage, like personal site in seventh grade. I think it's like, you can't really do anything. You can't really use that ever. It's nothing that's useful. Um, but it not having utility is kind of the best part. Yeah. 100% at that. And that, and also it's done it's done because those people are still watching the other game. They're still going, man, I really wish I, I really yeah. wish I could see, uh, in, you know, I really wish I could see Lamar Jackson in this game. Right. So they, they rigged up Lamar Jackson. This is exactly who I thought. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because the, who wouldn't want to see Lamar exa- Jackson? In the exactly. Video game. Right. Baby Vic, you know, you want to see, you want to see somebody who you go, I don't even have to think. I just have to put this dude out there and just watch stuff happen. Exactly. Yeah. And there's like, I mean, yeah, exactly. I, that's I mean that that kind of joy is so infectious and so like I don't know you don't you don't ever have to like worry. It feels like nowadays you have to worry about every single time when you see something good. You're like, well, did a Nazi make this? Like, is, is this is this something that like a Nazi enjoys accidentally? Am I that I'm enjoying? Um, but like with that, it's like you don't really have to worry about that because it, it like the ideology really kind of falls away because there's nothing there's nothing similar. It's not like who cares what the politics of the person who created the Lamar Jackson, uh, like mod. Is. Oh yeah. It's just like the mods there. That's all that's left. No, no, no. That's and we're just all kind of like thanking. Them. Yeah, no, it's, it's the mod. And then there's cool. I'm going to put him in a play action zone read and you're going like, I'll watch your face melt. Like I will, yeah, I will exactly. set everything on this field exactly. on fire. <laughs> Well, that seems as good a place to stop as any. Um, I did want to ask you, uh, what uh, is there a team that people should be looking at, particularly this year, as a fun team? Anyone you should be looking at highlights for, or anything like that? Like, obviously, you know, there's there's your Alabamas and and you know teams that are just going to be dominating college football. But is there any team that's like particularly fun in the old like you know Mike Leach Texas Tech air raid style or? Um, I'm trying to think of other fun. Well, I would say Baylor, but that's well, let's say let's say Chip Kelly, uh, Oregon, or whatever. Yeah, um, there are a couple of those teams. If you just sort of enjoy now, if you're the kind of person who really enjoyed, sh- like I'll I'll be real gamer about it. Okay, <clears throat> is it Shenmue? Please, right? Shenmue, the, the okay, cla- it's just out. I mean, it, it, it got re-released. <clears throat> I know it got re-released. Um, the classic, where you know, like 
there's a lot of anti-game in Shenmue. <laughs> like, kind of, you know? Yeah, the, the, would you like to play a game of Lucky Hit style stuff? Right. There's a lot of that, a lot of stasis, a lot of not too much happening sometimes. Uh, Utah, Utah's got an awful offense and a really good defense. Everything they do on offense is kind of random. It's It looks like open source offense. It's just not, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> like, it's really not very good. But they just play with a lot of heart. So if you're a big, like, anti-football team do you like art rock right do you like weird sure yeah do yeah, you like like yeah. weird geek rap cool go go watch utah you'll love that brand of football uh west virginia i just this is if you're an air raid kind of person and you just like watching somebody run that kind of offense real well will greer is uh, amazing and is only going to get better as the season goes on um it's west virginia their coach is like their coach is the guy if you're like hey which coach had their car repossessed this morning? He just looks like that. Like that's Dana. <laughs> yeah, that's Dana Holgerson. Well, that's always who's coaching West Virginia. Yeah, that's Dana Hol. Right. That's, like, yeah, that's that dude, Dana Holgerson. <laughs> that sounds like my kind of team. Yeah, Hawaii is pretty fun this year. Oh, Cole McDonald is Cole, pretty. Cole McDonald is a uh, is a white dude who lives in Hawaii with dreads. And it's like throwing up shot, throwing up shakas and throwing like 400 yards a game. And his name is Cole McDonald. And he's basically a movie character. It's, it's glorious. <laughs> it's glorious what they're doing as a team right now. And if you get a chance to listen to the Homer broadcast, do, cause their announcer is named Robert Kakala. And uh, for a while, like they, they had this extremely bootleg kind of like OC sports, the voice of Pacific ocean sports, you know, like this, really extremely weird broadcasting contract like for a while they weren't on the air and somebody was just periscoping their games like literally like getting out their phone and periscoping their games um so basically it's just like it's it's basically a bootleg team at this point they were at that point they've got all their contracts straight now but for a minute you could actually watch it on periscope and our ls our 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 lsu blog found them like they found the guy, right? Like they looked on Periscope and were like, "Hey, <laughs> we found this guy like streaming the game from the stands." Um, that is so cool. Well, that's like that's inc- that. I mean, that's exactly that's exactly what I was thinking of. Like, there's just there's nothing more fun than that, right? Like, yeah. There's nothing that you could ever. The games could be trash, and that they're fun is like a benefit. But like, I mean, the <laughs> just the idea of. Uh, of that kind of unpredictability, strangeness. Um, that, like, my alma mater, who I told you, like, I isn't, doesn't have a serious football team, and that's why I don't follow it. Like, their, you know, their coach was the, uh, or is now the defensive coordinator for the Saints. Or not for the Saints, for the uh, Bengals. Yeah. Um, so, like, I mean, that's college football. Like, it's just, you never, I mean, that's how I understand it. Yeah. I mean, ma- mainly understand it via your blog. Um, but it just seems like completely... I don't know, irrepressible and inexplicable. Yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of that. So the other test is this. Um, if you're watching a team and you go, oh, my God, what is this? That's probably your team. If you're paying attention to it, you're just like, man, I've been watching this for 10 minutes and I have no idea why. There you go. You just found your team. You found your team. <laughs> and, and God help you if it's Florida. Oh, man. God, listen, we're going to be good again. Just statistically... It's probably going to happen. So just hang on for like another, I don't know, two to 20 years. It will come around. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, in, in Florida, you, you actually can um, have a decent reason to uh, to like Aaron Hernandez. It's like pre, pre-murder. pre Oh, listen. 
Aaron Hernandez was, was you know, a great dynamic tight end who we, we later found out liked to kill people. That's, that's you know, it, it, like, what am I going to do with that? You're like, I like it when people online will go, yeah, well, like you'll say something about their team factual. Like you'll go, oh, I don't know. Um, their offensive line gives up a lot of sacks. It's probably something they don't want to do. And somebody would go, yeah, Aaron Hernandez. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't know him. You know, he didn't try to, it's like, it, he didn't try to kill me. It's just, I mean, the same thing happened. I saw a picture of Ted Bundy wearing a Mariner shirt the other day. And I feel like that would be unfair to toss at Mariners fans. Oh yeah. You know, it, it just, it, it feels unfair, but I guess like, I don't know, in a certain way you're sort of like saying, yeah, Aaron Hernandez. And then you can immediately respond with, yeah, he was a good tight end for Florida. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, he's, he was good. It's a rough, it's not, it's an ineffective insult. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a deeply ineffective insult, particularly when I'm like, and, um, yeah, and uh, he's dead. <laughs> what did you, like, there's not much, there's, the story's over. Um, I wonder if they expect you to defend him, to be like, hey, man, you don't, you don't know. You don't know the real, you don't know the real A.H. Like, we were, we were tight, we were boys, you know, like, uh, no, man. You're like, oh, you mean that guy who killed people? That was, that's bad. Do you want me to reaffirm, like, a long-standing human tradition of not being real down with murder in theory. Uh, I'm totally happy to do that. They just, yeah, they, they, they want you to affirm that you are not a murderer. My, my hot take, murder's bad. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, folks. Don't know if you were, don't know if you were here for this, you know, but I'm going to make a political statement. Jeez. All right. Well, I'll cut this part out. Um, anyway, <laughs> thanks, Spencer. This has been really fun. Uh, anything we missed? Anything you wanted to talk about? This has been good. I like I like the ones that are a little more off the cuff, and I feel like we were pr- properly off the. Yeah, cuff. I don't really go on the cuff, so I think that probably worked That's out good. well. So no, I wouldn't have asked you on if I wanted on the cuff. No, no, no. We we, um, we covered it all, man. Yeah. Nice, excellent. Well, um, yeah, we'll uh, come back anytime, and definitely, uh, you know, when I am uh, streaming, um, you know, uh, uh, any of the various games we said would be fun to stream. Uh, when I find the Highlight game, uh, I'll have to have you on stream. Uh, to talk about what we don't know is going on. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, we, and, uh, oh, yeah, you can find, uh, well, you can find Spencer at SB Nation. Um, you write a lot of the football stuff there, um, where you co- you help with a lot of, the, you sort of, like, are part of a lot of the football stuff there, particularly the college football stuff. Um, our, our, own pod- our, our own podcast, uh, Shut Down Full Cast. Oh, the Full Cast. Yeah, you and uh, uh, Sundown Motel, right? Uh, no, it's uh, me and Celebrity yeah. Hot Tub. Uh, Ryan Celebrity Nanny? Hot Tub. Yeah, yeah, Sundown Motel did not sound right. It's not you and um, right. It's a uh, yeah, Celebrity Hot yeah, Tub. Not... Who's a who's a, 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 a follower as well? He's a nice guy. I like yeah, him a and lot. Uh, Jason Kirk, who's our college football editor. Oh, Jason Kirk's excellent. I really like his work. I, I um, yeah, I always forget he's on the full cast. I just think of you and uh, and Celebrity Hot Tub. He's the fu- low key. He's the funniest one, like by far. Oh, there you go. That's always that's always the way. Yep, the quiet ones. Um. Well, cool. Um, yeah, and uh, and you know, do you still write it? Uh, you still write it. I always forget who writes it. Every day should be Sunday because you have a, a pretty wide stable, um, or at least a rotating stable. Um, you still write there. Mm-hmm. You still, yeah, you're all over the place. Yeah, people can find you almost anywhere. Yeah, absolute mess. Well, listen to the full cast. It's good. Read EDSBS, uh, especially if you need to learn more about college football. It is a it is an education and a half. Um, Spencer, thanks again, and uh, yeah, man, go, go, uh, go Gators. Yeah, thank you, and go Gators. <laughs>